0: Love Talk Radio. Bump, 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 bump. Okay, sorry. Uh, hi, welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk. I am your host, Joan. Here we are on a brand new episode, really thrown together in the midst of chaos. And yes, this show—the one thing we are discussing actually—is grounding in chaos. And I threw this together. Very last minute because um, my schedule had, has been a little up in the air and fluctuating and I'm trying to find the best time where I can meet with you and bring you information. But the best thing is everything that I do on here on Blog Talk Radio is archived. So if you missed the live show, great, that's fine. I'm okay with that because there's a, there's a history. You can always come back and listen to the history. And if you need to, you can always, if you want to make a comment on it, you can send me private messages on blog, talk, radio, um, if you are a registered user. Or you can find me on Facebook at Real Metaphysical Talk. So what are we here to talk about? Grounding in chaos. I felt this and some other information that I need to talk about and bring out and discuss. We've got a lot of things happening. And I know I I always bring up astrology and I always bring up... Um, Feelings that I may be feeling, and I know if I'm feeling it, because I usually try to tune in on what's going on around me, um, you have to be feeling it or seeing it somewhere. And information that I may bring up in this episode or in any episode may not resonate to you now, but maybe it's going to help you relate to something else. Something in your life is happening and there's a piece or a tidbit or a knowledge nugget that I have that I'm presenting to you that you can use or maybe expand on, I want to know about it. You can message me. Like I said, get to me on Facebook. Let's talk about it because we don't share our experiences and we don't share our knowledge. How can we teach others to grow? We're all in this together. We're all evolving. There's no other way but up out maybe if we're expanding but let's share we can grow as a team we can grow as a as a collective consciousness or unconsciousness depending on how you want to look at it all right so a couple things happening this week we've got a new moon coming up on sunday and i'm trying to let me see if i did get the information for you um solar eclipse is happening on the 26th Let me me back up a little bit, which is Sunday. And I had an exact time. Here we go. It is, that's not going to give me a good answer. I want to say 9-ish Eastern Standard Time, and I say ish. Well, let's determine where we're at. Upcoming eclipses. That's the lunar eclipse. I want to see about the solar eclipse. We already knew what happened two weeks ago with the lunar eclipse. Total solar, that's the one in August. Hmm. Interesting. Is this it? No. All right, so I'm going to keep talking. Because we've got a new moon. New moon is for beginnings, for initiating, for bringing things around, for um, planting seeds, intentions. So what is it that we're intending on doing? Well, right now, the sun is in Pisces. With the sun in Pisces, what do we need to focus on? It's bringing up a lot of emotions. Let's see, there it is. Okay, so I did find out that the annual solar eclipse is at 9:58 on Sunday, Eastern Time, 9.58, and I lost it again, 9.58, 19 seconds if you want to be exact, and that's in Pisces. Well, we've got a lot of planets that are coming into Pisces. What is Pisces all about? What is this going to happen? So we've got new beginnings, new ways to look at things. Pisces seems, is a water sign. We always assume and we relate water signs to emotions. So how does this affect you? How does this affect me? How does this affect everyone? Pisces, people are highly evolved. Their intuition is like through the roof. However, typically, and I can't say this for all Pisces or Pisceans, they can feel their own burdens and joys, as well as others. So I get this feeling, even from reading this and sharing this with you, is that we are now feeling this energy because it's not only in um, the solar eclipse where Pisces is going to be at, there's several other planets that's hitting Pisces. So as many astrologers, as you will see, will call it a Pisces party, they're calling it a Pisces problem too because of all all of the planets, four or five planets that are going to be in Pisces. I don't have the exacts for it at this time. But you can be very, um, what is the word I'm looking for? You can be able to read their emotions, read other people's emotions, not just Pisces. You as a person may be feeling anxious. Why are you anxious? What are you anxious about? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you upset? Where's your anger coming from? Are we seriously being um, uh, like dowsing rods for people's emotions, for people's energies? Are we empaths? There it is. That's what I was looking for. It's almost like this is the time of the empath. How do you protect yourself? You have to ground all this energy, all these things that are happening. The craziness, where do we go? What do we do? Do you want to? We don't want to react. You may want to react, you may want to say things, you may want to um, present your ideas blurred out. But what do you want to do with this information? It's you're gathering all this information, things are being presented to you. Is it a new belief? Is it a new way of thinking? Now's the time to implement it with the new moon happening on Sunday, with the solar eclipse, and all of these things happening. So how do you go about keeping the calm in the storm in this, you know, at this time? Some people feel like, oh, I'm so used to this. I could do this every day. There's nothing to it. They don't feel the energy. But sometimes it will just hit you in the, middle, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of maybe a great conversation. You're having a great dinner with somebody. You're at work. And then it's just something's going to set you off. Something's going to flick that light switch on. How do you handle that? So we don't want to react. You want to be able to get away from the situation and not like run away, but find a way for centering. If, for example, you're at work where you're in, where there's a lot of people, there's so many situations. How do you bring yourself to center to calm and to, to just not react and, and not to be, uh, I don't want to say, don't be receptive to people's energies. You do want to be able to read that, but you want to be able to protect yourself so that you don't absorb it and let alone reflect it back to that person. It's all about helping each other and being, being empathic. And at this time, can be helpful because now you can help to read the situation, read the things that are happiest, that are going on. Now, breathing. Breathing techniques are great. Well, I've mentioned before, the one thing you want to do, if you can, step away for a minute, maybe go to a restroom, a bathroom, a kitchen, get your hands and start running them underwater. perfect for the Pisces and Sun signs. And uh, for the Piscean Sun time, which is now. Now, let me give you some background and characteristics of Pisces. They're the happiest of keeping qualities, your characteristics, uh, under wraps. Selfless, selflessness. Or let's see. Yes, selflessness, spiritual, and very focused on your inner journey, on your inner self. And now is the greatest time for all of us to do this. Taking this new moon and going, which, which direction do I want to go in? Set your intentions. Getting, you know, maybe setting up a little ritual. Writing your list of things that you want to have happen in the next month or even for the next year. Some goals. Put them in place. Writing your abundance check. Getting that ready. But also, like I said, focusing on your specific inner journey. And you don't have to be a Pisces to do this. This is good for every sign. This is good for anyone. Also, basic information on the sun sign of Pisces is placing weight of how you are feeling. You want to convey that information. I'm so upset. You know, kind of like in a grandiose manner. Oh, I'm so happy. It's you know, making it bigger, it kind of reminds me of the Leo way making it bigger than life mean something to you in this sense, and this is what we're going to feel. We're going to feel um, our burdens. we're going to feel other people's burdens and and the fact that we're aware of it makes it all better. Can we stop how we feel? Sure, do we want to ignore how we feel? No. Because we want to bring it to light. We want to address it. How do we make changes? By by acknowledging it is helping us ground even more. If we're not running around willy-nilly and going, oh, my hair is on fire, or the sky is falling, the whole chicken little thing, then we know we're on our way for grounding, lighting candles, setting our intentions. Okay, something else about the fish and about the Pisces. Not making waves. Staying just fluid and easygoing. Sometimes we get caught, and I'm picturing waters. If you've ever been on um, the side of a bank, if you've ever been on a boat and you're watching waters, you know what, even in your sink or your bathtub, when water's going down the drain, you can see um, the bubbles being sucked down into the drain. And everybody, you know, the the bubbles can get caught up. Sometimes you have bubbles off to the side of your sink or your bathtub that aren't being pulled into that vortex. We want to be those bubbles on the side that we can watch what's happening, pulled in and not be sucked into the energy of everything that's happening around you. Kind Kind of pull yourself off to the side. And it's okay to... Not be totally focused, and it's okay not to be um, definite and defined in what we want. Yes, we need the clear intention for the new moon, but sometimes we're not sure what we want. And in this time of this solar eclipse, we still need to be flexible. We need to be flexible for this crazy times for all the changes that are happening because it's in our heart is where we know we're going to feel comfort. It's our head fighting with our heart saying, no, we must follow these rules, which now, you know, I really want to talk about this. I'm talking about ground, grounding in the chaos and I'm talking about, you know, finding our calm, using meditation, lighting candles, setting intentions, maybe even practicing yoga. There's something else that we need to believe in going in down the Piscean path, but rules that are out there. We know the law of intention. I've talked about previous laws, the law of karma, the law of this, the laws of the universe, and yet we still have religions and we still have um, archetypes and we still have um, governments and and rules and things that we place on ourselves that we kind of self-inflict our own um, laws and guidelines. Are they policies and procedures of the place where we live, the city, the state, the country, or are these policies that we need to have on ourselves? Best example. Paydays tomorrow. Hey, all right, I've got money to spend. Are you the person that's telling yourself I can't do anything until all my bills are paid? All right, that's very responsible. I'm not going to knock it. I'm I I follow that same rule. But can I spend a little bit on myself, or am I that person saying I can't spend any money at all? Well, why or Let's go down another path. I can't talk to this person because of how they act. are they um, are they mean to people? Of course we want to reflect our friendships. Um, reflect our values with the people we choose to, to communicate with or be friend or be in relation with you know communicating talking speaking to or can't we just follow the the popular law of be good to everybody even though some things that they do may disagree with you or is there a rule that um, now you know you're trying to get things done and it has to be done by a specific time like i i seem very chaotic right now and i'm trying to pull out information but are there rules that we seriously need to follow? Do we have to eat dinner at 5 o'clock every day? Who inflicted this rule on me? Who inflicted the rule that I have to be in bed by 9 p.m.? Okay, maybe that's early for you. 10 p.m., 11, whatever time. Who inflicted this rule? We are self-inflicting rules and regulations and goals and things on ourselves that's probably making us chaotic. Well, here's what's happening. With these self-inflicted rules, with these um, laws that we've created, we have an expectation. I know in my world, this is how I want things to happen. Bring another person in. And how come they're not following my rules? Oh, my goodness, this is throwing me off. It's driving me crazy. It's so chaotic. You know, what this person, what this other person do is doing, they're not They're not going to bed at 9 o'clock. How come they're staying up till 11 or 12? Have to go to bed at 9 to eat dinner at 5 o'clock. What? What? They're not eating till 7? 7 p.m.? 8 p.m.? Oh, this can't happen. Why can't we accept others for who they are? Why can't we accept situations for what they are? It's all about that letting go. I feel like I'm combining like 10 shows all together in one. Letting go. This new moon, letting go, with a solar eclipse, setting up new beliefs, trying a new way of life, what resonates with you? We're so big on following rules. Yes, yes, in some instances where you work, there are rules in place, policies that have to be followed. In the city in which you live in, we have rules in place across the board, common rules and things that people need to follow. Hey, that red that red sign at the end of your street, you need to stop your car. That's a common rule, and it just needs to happen that way. When the street light at the end of the road turns green, you're allowed to go. You could choose not to, but you're going to have some pretty upset people behind you hitting the horns to telling you to go. Because they expect that you know the same rules, the rules that we have within ourselves. We can't expect others to share those same rules. Yes, parents, you can inflict rules on your children and people of your household because that's your house. As long as it is a common rule and you all share the same beliefs. But we're not all the same. And we need to learn to cope. And we need to learn to um, respect others. And we need to learn to let go of our expectations. It's it's okay to to respect the common law of the area. You may not agree with it. For example, curfews. Okay, people, no loud music playing after 11 o'clock or... 10 p.m. or whatever town you live in, whatever it might be. Um, If you're living in Mayberry, it might be 8 p.m. I don't know. But um, people will find a way around those rules. But what I'm saying is respect others. You can't force people to live by your own internal rules. treat others how you would want to be treated. Yes, I live by that rule. Don't always don't always follow it because sometimes I blow up. Sometimes I get angry. Do I want to be treated that way? No. But I forget that my internal rule applies to me, not to everyone else. And sometimes we get to the point where we've already gone past blowing up and our anger and our upsetness that that we don't remember. It's not for everyone. So ground yourself. I mean, like I said, grounding in chaos. So what do we do? Pull ourselves back to the center. We're feeling all these emotions. We're feeling what other people are, have going on in their life. But we can't explain why. We don't understand why they feel a certain way. But like I said, what is it with the with the, our own internal laws that we're trying to inflict on others? And maybe inflict is not the right word. How about enforce? Do we want to enforce those rules? Is, does it work for you? Common goals, common laws, common rules, common things to follow. One, just be nice. <laughs> be love. Share with others. At least try to come to a common understanding. But again, for, for some reason, I have had to talk about this for the last couple of days and I had some notes on it too. But I just feel like it needs to be addressed. And we need to talk about um, the whole letting go. I've seen posts. I have seen videos and blogs about letting go. And, of course, everybody, go ahead, let it go. It'll be fine. You know, the whole Frozen thing. You know, if you're a follower of the Disney movies. Let it go, let it go, the whole song. But in honesty, what does it really mean? It means you should not have, just it's the expectation that you have, your own internal rules. What are we putting on others that they don't even know about? Is that where your anger and your energy and your chaos is coming from? Do you have to take the time? And I think we all need to do this. Is take the time to communicate. What is it that you see that others don't see? And what do you need to share? what information if you cannot communicate it in your words out of frustration we can't explain what we're thinking or how we're going to get to a common goal with anger but what we can do is stop and listen and try to see the whole picture we can't we cannot fix the world overnight we cannot change an entire life overnight. Of course, yeah, you win the lottery. Guess what? I'm going to go buy a new house. I'll buy a car. I'll travel the world and take this radio show on the road. Hey, hey. (laughs) But what in your life right now needs to be relooked at? And maybe you need to change your own internal rules and regulations and, and restrictions. Not Maybe it's not the world around you, and maybe it's just how we're seeing it. Take off the rose-colored glasses, or in some cases, put them on. How do we best explain our feelings, and how do we best explain our frustration to others when they're not living by our same rules, internal rules? I had to get that out. I had to bring that to the attention of others. One of the other things that I've noticed with people, metaphysically speaking, um, there's a store, there's a storefront that I frequent often, have been attending several um, essential oil classes and uh, yoga classes as well. They offer plenty of classes, stones, crystals, anything and everything regarding the saints, other metaphysical things, Hindi, um, gods and goddesses and um Even pagan you know, rituals and, and candle magic and, and you name it, this place has it. So I'm there and what I'm catching is I'm, I love to go in and I get the pulse of what's happening. I kind of do the same thing when I'm out shopping or when I'm talking to friends and family, coworkers, what have you. And, and it's interesting because I can find in several separate groups that the energy feels the same. The energy, even though it's completely separate people, the energy is still the same. So how do we handle this? How do we harness, you know, this chaotic time, this crazy emotional time? We need more relaxation. Soaking, swimming, right now at at least it's Piscean time. If If you have warm waters, if you have warm times, but, let's see, you know, what do, what do we do to get through this? Um, resonating with others, sharing, being calm, being cool, being collected. Um, like I said, listening. Getting your extra sleep. Doing your astral travel at night. Asking your higher self for messages in your dreams. We're all in this together. We're all in a good evolving place. Let me see if I can find any other information for you. And we'll get through it together. Calming stones, Of course, rose quartz. But for some reason, I'm being drawn to labradorite. It's that labradorite. There we go. That's It's a kind of grayish-bluish stone, and it's got a sheen to it, um, shiny, it's feldspar And labradorite meaning for you. Some people say that it's fallen from the frozen fire of the aurora borealis, an ordinary stone that transforms to the extraordinary, shimmering in a mystical light, separating the waking world from the unseen realms. It's a stone of magic, a crystal of shamans, diviners, healers, and all those who travel and embrace the universe, seeking knowledge and guidance. It's great for awakening your own awareness of your inner spirit, your intuition, and psychic abilities. It's a most powerful protector of the mineral kingdom. It uses a shielding force through your aura, strengthening natural abilities within. It protects you from negativity and misfortunes of this world providing you safe exploration through your different levels of consciousness. It can be gray-green, dark gray, black, grayish-white. It depends on um, what it is. So let's see. It can be used to bring out the best in people, especially in the workplace. Oh, now I need to take, I've got a couple extra stones here. I need to take them in. (laughs) It makes your work life more congenial. It encourages courtesy, full attention to the customer. It tempers your negative side of, our, of any of our personalities, traits and actions that rob our energy and may produce depression or shame. Reduces antisocial or reckless behavior. But it helps develop your hand sensitivity. A, anyone who wants to use the power of touch for healing. Labradorite is the stone that we need now. Let's use it for all its power. Thank you for joining me. Like I said, new moon, get your intentions set and make sure that you're not inflicting your imposed, self-imposed rules on anyone else around you. Be the light, be love, and share it with others. Thanks for joining me here on Real Metaphysical Talks. My name is Joan. I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care.